Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the People's Morning Show now. He is arguably the most famous voice actor in America right now. He is the voice of Bugs Bunny, Sylvester, Yosemite Sam, Fred Flintstone, Yogi Bear, all in Space Jam 2. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Jeff Bergman. Good morning, sir. Welcome back to the program. It's too dark. I'm a rabbit, all right. Would you like to shoot me now or wait till I get home? <laughs> and see, that's the thing that bothers me, Jeff. That's what freaks me out, because once once you get into that mode, I have a hard time talking to the bunny. Why is that? <laughs> uh, all right, look. Now, let me tell you something. It's very, very simple, Nipsey. I'm going to say this to everybody listening out there. Wear your mask. All right? You have to wear your mask. Don't be a wise guy. All right? The Chinese have been doing it for years. So don't think you're talking to some kind of goofy rabbit here. It's very important what I'm saying. Very important. <laughs> do, you, do you think, Jeff, that you are the most famous voice actor in America at this time right now? <laughs> I think he's dodging the question. You can't get to him, Nips. No. You can't get to him. He's dodging the question. With the simple version, how did it all come down again? We all know the original Space Jam, Michael Jordan, the whole deal. But how did it... Uh, come that was going to happen again? Well, we didn't think it was going to happen. I mean, they talked about Space Jam 2 for years, and they didn't even know who was going to be attached to it. And then once, once we found out it was going to be LeBron James, then it just took years, and it took almost a couple of years for the casting process. And then, of course, once, once I found out I was Bugs Bunny for the film, which was in March of 2020, uh, we went into lockdown like about a week or so later. Oh. I mean, we, we, we all recorded this film remotely from our homes all around the country, I mean, you know, between LeBron and the director and, and the producer and all the, the cast. I mean, we were all kind of doing it remotely. So wow. we really didn't see anybody on except on Zoom calls. But we all put our big boy, big boy pants on and, and did it, you know, and, and so we're hoping everybody loves it. Now, the director was also on Zoom, so he'd tell you how, how he wanted something done or anything. That sounds awfully hard and, and challenging, Jeff. It was crazy because uh, Malcolm D. Lee, our director, uh, you know, like he was working with LeBron kind of, in, you know, on the set. Right. And so he had an idea of how he, LeBron's lines would, would correspond and work with Bugs Bunny's lines. So really, he get, had to give such great context, and he did such a great job of it that I kind of had a real sense of how LeBron was going to read the line. So uh, he just made it really easy, you know. And I think we actually had maybe an intimacy in the Zoom calls. I mean, we all do them so we know what they are. Right. You kind of don't have even when you're in person. So I don't know. I think it kind of maybe might have worked to our advantage. Not right away. Right. I think uh, eventually once we got all used to it, you know. There's a lot of competition, especially in this area. I mean, there's no secret that, you know, there's other guys have voiced uh, Bugs Bunny. Of course, the great Mel Blanc, the original, one of your idols and someone that you met years ago. But uh, how does that competition work and how do you get it over the other guys who do pretty decent Bugs Bunny, uh, you know, impressions as well? Well, I mean, I kind of 
I kind of think of it like Mel Blanc was the original Bugs Bunny. Sean Connery is the original James Bond. So even though Daniel Craig is the James Bond for somebody that's 15 years old or 20 years old, you know, it still references back to the original, which was Sean Connery. So I think after that, we all kind of just, we all add our own spice. Everybody brings something different to it, which is kind of cool. And, and, but yet, you know, it's still the essence of, of Bugs Bunny. It's still Bugs. It's still Daffy. And, and everybody brings, you know, something kind of different to it. I mean, I was lucky. I got to meet Mel Blanc 40 years ago when I was in college. So, yep. I mean, he was the, he was the freaking Jedi. So, um, I, I kind of take, hopefully that, that, that's rubbed off on me like a tiny bit. But I, I take that, that brief moment in time with me, you know, so. It's lo- it's a little bit of luck too, right? You know? you know, I've been trying to rack my brain around. I know it is so classist to talk about to b- talk about money, but listen, I mean, it's almost you know you're voicing one of the most iconic characters of all time. What is you know what kind of money does Bugs Bunny ask for? And if you're not careful, Jeff, one of the other guys who can do it, maybe not as good as you, but who can do it, uh, undercut you, and then you lose out on the gig. So I imagine it's a very dicey negotiation process. Am I right about that? Well, it's true. You have to ask a lot of money. Otherwise, I could be uh, kept in my caratini. <laughs> <laughs> you see. <laughs> you know, look, I, I, here's, I, I always say this. If you're going to do it for the money and you're getting into the voiceover industry for the money, uh, that's a slippery slope. Right. Then you don't, you're not really loving what you're doing. If, you're, if you love what you do, the money's going to eventually be there. You'll do all right, you know, if you're paying attention to what you're doing. I mean, sounds good, right? That sounds good, yeah. <laughs> we are talking to the great Jeff Bergman, voice actor, of course, Space Jam, Two Bugs, and Sylvester, Yosemite Sam, Fred Flintstone, uh, Yogi Bear. I found a Variety article uh, written about the voice of Bugs Bunny. Jeff, I was just wondering, Jeff, I mean, when you start out, you've been doing this since 1989, after uh, you took over after Mel Blanc died. Did you ever imagine a day where Variety, we're not talking like the local town newspaper, (laughs) the Pittsburgh Gazette, Variety is writing a full article, a full spread on the voice and the man behind Bugs Bunny? Rob, I have to tell you, uh, it's unbelievable. You know, when when things are happening, you don't, sometimes it takes like a week or a month later to just kind of think about like, oh, this this is really real. Um, So it's extremely cool. I mean, I just, I don't know what to say. It all hasn't settled in yet, but usually voice artists, you're bringing up a really good point. They only fly under the radar. We, we don't yeah. recognize voice artists, you know. I mean, for years, nobody knew what Mel Blanc looked like. Even people that do the Simpsons voices, you know. We, I mean, you, you know, Dan Castellaneta, who's Homer, could walk down the street, you wouldn't know who he is. And, and you know, with a mask on, you know, who, nobody knows who anybody is anymore. So, so uh, to get that kind of recognition, I, I'm really... I'm just, uh, I'm stunned, actually. <laughs> Tell everybody about the great moment that you had with LeBron at the premiere. Oh, my gosh. So we're on the red carpet, and, you know, it's People Entertainment Tonight and Telemundo. There are all these uh, media outlets they're interviewing, and I get to meet Cedric Joe and, and Don Cheadle, and I haven't met LeBron yet. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, when is this going to happen? And so we were all ushered into the movie theater. We're watching the movie, and now the the movie's over, and everybody claps, and our director is like, "Yay!" <laughs> and I saw LeBron where he was sitting, and I just, I mean, I I took an O.J. Simpson moment uh, only from the fact of the Hertz commercial, correct? And jumped and <laughs> leaped over the railing <laughs> and said, "I am going to get to this guy one way or another." 
and I couldn't, I was like 20 feet from him, and there were too many people. They had, he was, had security, and he was just kind of a little protected. So I just yelled out in Bugs Bunny's voice, and I said, Hey, LeBron, it's me, Doc, Bugs Bunny. We really are family. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, he, saw, he saw me do that, and he just ushered me towards him. And so I, I just, we kind of hugged each other. And he shook hands with me as the biggest hand of any human being I've ever felt in my entire <laughs> life, uh, just, just as a sidebar. Uh, and he's holding his daughter, who's half asleep and, and in his arms after watching the movie. And we just had this really cool moment together. So we congratulated each other. And yeah, it was like private. So kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. What, do you, what do you have coming up for us? Well, uh, we have Jellystone, which is a, uh, a, new, a new show. Where you'll see uh, Yogi Bear. Hey, I'm the voice of Yogi Bear. <laughs> all the all the Hanna Barbera characters that we all love: Captain Caveman, Jabberjaw, Oggy Doggy, Huckleberry Hound, Wally Gator, Jinx the Cat. They all converge in a town called Jellystone. And Yogi's a doctor; he's a surgeon, if you can believe that. And so it's just madcap mayhem, zaniness, and uh, people of this generation, you know, get to be kind of reintroduced or introduced to Hanna-Barbera characters. So I'm really excited to be a part of that show. Um, I do Yogi. I do uh, Jinx the Cat, you know, who... uh, Who's the cat always hated those nieces? That's <laughs> 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 great. I took Wally Gator. Everybody's favorite swinging alligator. <laughs> what a way to earn a living, Fa. How about it, huh? <laughs> and I, I have a question for you. So are your family and friends sick of this? Do you do it? Do you still get you to do it? That's you go great. out with your buds for an evening or your family's at the beach and they're like, do you just shut it off or is it still going? No, they never let me shut it off, Jen. Honestly, I mean, it's just constant. I I could be in a bar where it's loud and you can't hear it. Jeff, let's hear a little Morgan Freeman. Come on. <laughs> it, 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 it never stops, you know, but that's the trouble. When people stop asking you to do it, then you know you're either you're dead, you're just too old, or people feel <laughs> yeah. really sorry for you. So I, I'm only happy to do it. Yeah, it, it, it's all good. I don't, I don't mind. <laughs> Bugs is maybe the most famous of them all, right, of the characters, I guess. Absolutely. But what's your favorite yeah. to do? Um... Well, I, I would say it's, it's between probably Bugs and I love doing Fred Flintstone. I love doing Fred. All right, Bonnie boy, I'm going to retire from the gravel pit and no more <laughs> working for that slave driving Mr. Slate. Oh, you said it, Fred. Uh, that sounds like a good idea until we tell Betty and Wilma. <laughs> oh, my God. You said it, Bonnie. Now, you, you might have heard Jeff on Family Guy. Uh, you have a relationship with Seth and done some stuff on Family Guy, too, right, Jeff? I do. I was on Family Guy, and uh, I guess, you know, Seth MacFarlane, he was inspired by the Flintstones, so that that got him into the business. And I've done Fred many times on his show. And then I guess maybe my other favorite thing, maybe not my favorite voice to do, was was uh, Air Crutching President, where I was Donald Trump. And, you know, it's very simple, Jen, Rob, and Nipsey. I have to tell you. There's a lot of terrific things that happened in our administration, but they don't want to tell you that. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Not a big deal. I mean, I was very, very upset when they told me I couldn't be president anymore. And then they wouldn't let me take my secret Diet Coke dispenser with me. But that's okay. That's all right. It's all good. <laughs> the vaccine. A lot of great things are still happening. The movement is still moving forward. 
In fact, I have a movement moving now. <laughs> That's extraordinary. Yeah. It's crazy to see you switch in between them so easily. But what you what you did just now with Trump is, I mean, you learn the mannerisms. Yeah. You learn the patterns. How long does it take you and how much watching of a person? Because I'm looking through here on your IMDb and it's got, I mean, all kinds of different voices. You mentioned Morgan Freeman. There's also Donald Trump, uh, John Goodman. Regis Philbin, David Letterman. I mean, how long do you have to sit down and actually watch these guys and learn their speech patterns for before you can actually nail the impression? Well, I mean, you know, sometimes you'll pick up something right away. You'll see something, you'll see a movie or see a, something will hit you in the car, in the shower. But I mean, I've been working on Morgan Freeman for years and I always find another little nuance. In 1966, Andy Dufresne escaped from Shawshank Prison. And believe me, he wasn't wearing a mask, but he's wearing one today, shutting <laughs> himself down and say, what the nails. <laughs> I can't even believe this is the same person. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my gosh, that is tremendous. And if, Jeff, before you go, and I appreciate all your time today, can you give us possibly my favorite and one that I don't think anybody else does? I know I know, you know what I'm going to ask you. Mother Jefferson. <laughs> Mother Jefferson is the greatest impression that you do, in my opinion, folks. <laughs> well, well, for all those people out there, the, the, for all the hundreds of millions of people out there that might not remember the Jeffersons, <laughs> which was the show, I think, in the 70s. So this is for this is for the seven people out there that do remember. <laughs> and you, Nipsey. Okay. Shame on you, Judge. I told you not to marry Louise. Come on. That America is talent right there. That is a talented man. Ladies and gentlemen, he is arguably the most famous voice actor in America. Jeff Bergman, Space Jam 2 is out everywhere you can find movies. Thank you, sir. We really appreciate it. Oh, carrots are divine. You get a dozen for a dime. It's magic. Okay, so that's all, folks. See you at the movies. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Nip. It's great okay. talking to you. You guys sound great. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, Jen. You guys keep doing it. Wow. That what a cool. piece of work, huh? That's awesome. And, I, you know, I, I always thought Frank, and not to take away from Frank Caliendo, Frank Caliendo can yeah. do a lot of impressions, and he's really, he's very well versed at them and studies them. But listening to Jeff just switch in and out of them, but uh, you yeah. never know who you're going to talk to. It's almost like talking to somebody with multiple personalities because you never know who you're going to get when you ask him a question. I love that, too, that he that he put on the voice when he really didn't kind of want to answer. You know what I mean? Like when I was asking he dodged, about he dodged every question with a voice. Oh, it's so great. If only if only I could do that in life when people are <laughs> challenging me with things. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would love that. Oh, he was tremendous.